What's up, everybody? This is Casey and Joseph, and you are listening to another episode <laughs> of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. This is where we help you decide, prepare, and transform, transform into becoming the best, not only DPT student, the best PT you can be. And we have our our second guest, our second guest on the Pre-PT Grind podcast, and her name is Yusra Iftikhar. That's yeah, right. That's I, right. I got it right on the first try. <laughs> and Yusra, Yusra, uh, where do you come from? Yeah, hey, so I'm currently in southern Indiana, all the way out in the Midwest, uh, living with my family, but uh, did a lot of school in North Carolina and headed back there in the fall for PT school. Here's a fun fact, though. Oh, no. I, a, <laughs> I didn't think know, it'd come up this early. <laughs> you know I have to bring it up. Okay. Now, now, just because she went to North Carolina, for schooling, right? I mean, right. if you go to North Carolina, mm-hmm. you know what? We'll get to that. I want right. right. to hit Duke when you get to Duke. <laughs> but she, she went to North Carolina. Do you rep North Carolina in sports? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Hard. I drove. We So short story real quick. My family and I were at Hilton Head Island in South Carolina for spring break. We drove back to southern Indiana that day yeah. when we got here I showered and then we were out drove back to chapel hill 11 hours for the championship Ooh. game and uh i think we know how that turned out <laughs> man while the rest of us were watching on our tvs hey <laughs> that's what Yusra was doing um so, so that's actually pretty cool because i love sports and so i love yeah. i could talk sports all day i could talk basketball all day oh me too but, after this yeah oh yeah sure. <laughs> podcast listeners We'll have to give y'all a little sneak wait, peek wait, of that wait, conversation. Wait, wait. <laughs> so talking about basketball, it's the play. Uh-huh. Who you What's got that? winning the finals? Since it's basketball season, playoff season, who do you have winning the finals? You see, that's the problem is I don't watch professional basketball. It's the college. And I'm oh, always out of the loop. So I'm totally like oh, bandwagon. North Carolina. <laughs> oh, okay. I know, I know. I just go with whatever most of my friends want. So I don't anger them just, <laughs> as long as they're cheering for Carolina during college basketball season. Oh, for sure. Yeah, just wait till we get to uh to her future <laughs> okay. university. Oh yeah. Um, and then it'll get real serious when it comes to sports. <laughs> um anyway, so Yusra, thank you so much for joining us on this yes. podcast. Uh you have an amazing story uh to begin with, which everyone that's listening right now will uh will hear um in a little bit. Um, and so, so just kind of background story. Um, I found Yusra just online. Like uh, we have our uh, pre, pre-doctor physical therapy students page. Um, she she kind of came in. I remember seeing something between her and Casey. So I was like, yo, Casey knows her. She must be somebody important. Oh, she's somebody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like she has to be somebody important. Yeah. And so so I was kind of keeping an eye. I saw I saw her on, uh, on Instagram doing some things. I saw that the name change of her blog. And I was like, okay, all right. And so I started like looking a little bit into her website and her blogs and stuff like that. And she has some amazing things. And Y'all we, are too nice. I'm just going to be blushing this entire time. Yeah, hey, <laughs> that's our purpose. Here, so, so red by the end of it. Shout out your website real quick. So like if people are listening to this, they can just browse while we're talking. Yeah, it's a the DPT diaries.wordpress.com. And mm-hmm. it's kind of a combination of posts about pre-physical therapy and helping those uh, students get into school. And also mm-hmm. my journey through mental illness and mental health and kind of my perspective on that and how mm-hmm. it relates to physical therapy. Cool. Go mm-hmm. check her out. 
Oh, she has, like in all seriousness, she has some amazing, amazing content in there. And I had a phone conversation, um, not so like pretty recently, last night, yeah. Uh, yeah. with Yusra, and and just kind of talking about um, the direction she's taken with 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 her blogs and everything. It speaks to an audience that's really um, unheard, um, just because of. Um, sometimes the stigma that can be attached to to mental illness, and right. I think it's something that that is pop, like it's it's amazing that you've used your uh, your voice um, to really speak to that because it's very real, um, and yeah. and to even give others that have not experienced it a glimpse into that world, sure. um, and ultimately even how it affects you and your physical therapy journey. Right. I think it's important for for those listening that that either like if you have a family member that 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 has experienced um any kind of um like mental illness or anything like that uh like and it ranges it's it comes in like various shapes and forms but right. it is very real just because it can't be right. seen physically uh does not mean that it is actually um that it's not present um and i'm saying that just from a few friends of mine that that have gone um, through that journey feeling as though no one really understood them. Cause I mean, it's kind of one of those things that's, you know, brushed off. And right. so, so, so I think it's amazing what you're doing, Yusra. So thank, thank you. you. Thank Appreciate you for that. that. <laughs> All right. Now on a bit of a lighter note, first of all, Case, how'd you, Oh, how'd you get to know her? Huh, I can't remember exactly somewhere on Instagram. I think yeah. I might've liked something or you might've liked something. Then I think he reached out to me maybe a day later or something like that. Then we just started uh, talking on. Instagram. I think I remember what happened. So, um, yeah, I think one of us had liked each other's posts. And then I started posting a bunch of screenshots of me watching Greg Todd. Uh, ah. on and so then Casey messaged me and he was like, by the way, I'm one of his students. And I was like, whoa, so this is like a real thing. Like, these guys are the real deal. <laughs> Legend Greg Todd. <laughs> yeah. And so he told me about the Facebook group. So that's where it all started. And hey. Well, so let's kind of jump into it. All right. So uh, right now, let's start now and kind of work our way backwards. What are you starting this fall for those that are listening? Yeah, so I'm starting my DPT degree at Duke University, uh, Durham, North Carolina. So super excited. I'm, you know, like I said, a North Carolina girl, so I can't wait to get back. Uh, and then until then, I'm in a gap year right now. So I finished up my master's in physiology last year okay. uh, from North Carolina State. And so I've been working on a couple of personal projects, a couple of social justice issues that I'm interested in uh, here in Atlanta. Till then. And going to Europe this summer, hopefully. So what? Have a break. Where in Europe? Yo, so we actually don't know yet. <laughs> we really need to get that figured <laughs> so out. So we got this I mean, so we don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to the free spirit. No, we're going to London, and then we're hoping, like, Germany, France, Italy, Spain are, like, our top. Yeah. So we'll see how much time we get to spend in each, what's feasible travel-wise. So, yeah, oh, still a little bit up in the air. I should work on it. <laughs> no, I love the UK. Uh, yeah. I have family out there, so we always go to London, really? different parts of the UK, and now. Uh, so it's... Oh. Great part of the world for sure. Yeah, I'll have to ask you for tips for sure. Oh, got you, got you. I've never been. Where to eat? I mean, hey. That's the most important. That's that's I'm just going that's for the coffee. <laughs> How to get to the airport? Yeah. Eat. That's it. Yeah. Eh, maybe sleep. It's your whole trip. Yeah. <laughs> so, physical therapy. Yeah. Did you always know that you wanted to do physical therapy? 
I did not know physical therapy existed till mm -hmm. a few years back, honestly. I mean, of course I'd heard of physical therapists, but no, that was never an option for me. Um, growing up, I'd always thought I wanted to go to medical school. Most of my dad's a physician, most of his family are physicians. Uh, and so that was just kind of the natural route. All of my friends were pre-med in college. Um, it took one bio class my freshman year to switch me to a psych major, <laughs> which not because psych is easy, but that just was where my, I found my passion. Yeah. Um, so I, I will say, I don't know how helpful this is, but I will say, I don't think I really like sought out physical therapy as much as it found me. Uh, but for that, I feel really blessed. So, uh, my best friend, my roommate was pre-physical therapy okay. and she had been really enjoying it. There's a really great athletic training program at UNC Chapel Hill and she was involved with that. And so, um, when I was in grad school, I was still trying to figure out the pre-med thing, still trying to take the MCAT, mm -hmm. uh, which is the entrance exam for medical school. And it just wasn't yeah. happening for me. I thought, you know, what the heck, like, I'll just go shadow at a physical therapy clinic one day. Maybe it'll be fun. Uh, it was an outpatient clinic, so it was pretty easy to get into. And so um, it seemed very low risk. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the moment I got there, I just knew, like, it's like when you find your wedding dress. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, just, I was there and I just, I knew that's where I was supposed to be. Um, my first patient was a 92-year-old woman who um, got offended that someone called her 94. Whoa. And she was talking about how the entire weekend she had spent skydiving for her 92nd birthday. Hmm. and she's probably the sassiest person I've ever met and that was she like solidified it for me I was like this I've got to learn more about this and then just kept doing my research and just kept liking it more and more man yeah. that's dope that's dope Oof. gotta swallow that for a minute and I think the thing <laughs> that um like for, for example um in the in the second episode of our podcast I like mm -hmm. Casey and I spoke about uh what our journeys were to kind yeah. of deciding whether physical therapy was for us. Sure. Casey came in not really knowing that PT was even for him. Right. Mm -hmm. I came in pretty kind of locked in into physical therapy. Yeah. So there is that that spectrum where for right. you, obviously with um, your family, obviously your dad was a physician. And so um, you had a different track that you were going um, in right. terms of your career uh, that didn't include physical therapy. Um, you wouldn't have known physical therapy existed had maybe a roommate or, I mean, like, had you not been yeah. exposed to somebody that was in that, in that field in itself? Yeah, definitely wasn't on my radar for sure. Definitely. And so, uh, what, what are some things that someone who's, who's kind of in that position of transition or trying to figure out whether it's for them, what should they be looking out for and what should they be doing right now? Sure. So I would say the number one thing is to just not be afraid to seek it out and to learn a little bit more about it. Worst case scenario, you find out you don't like it. Um, so definitely take that first step. It was scary for me. Uh, I didn't really tell any of my friends that I was going to go shadow in a PT clinic. I was worried about people thinking I couldn't handle pre-med or anything like that. DPT degree is, I'm assuming, not easy to get. So no shame in switching career paths, no matter how late um, in the game. Like I said, mine was in my last year of my master's. And so at that point, um, you know, I, I'm very lucky that I found something that I really loved. Um, other than that, I would just say, you know, look out for just that way that physical therapists are able to make that connection with patients. Okay. Um, just look at how the physical therapists that you're shadowing or that you come across do that, because I think there's so many that are so good at it. Um, you know, going into a patient's room, talking to them for a few minutes and then coming back out, you can learn a, a decent bit that way, 
Um, but for me, it was always about that deeper connection, being able to talk to my patients about their favorite recipes and what, where they're vacationing this summer. That type of thing, you know, I think that helps so much. Um, so that's definitely one thing that I would, I guess, is a part of PT that I like. And it was a really cool way to kind of delve into to the field. Um, other than that, it's the thing with, you know, knowing if PT is right for you, it's so much about the intangibles um, because you can look up salaries all day. There are jobs that pay more. There are jobs that pay less. But the thing is, you know, how do you feel in a clinic? And maybe you're in an outpatient clinic and you're uncomfortable. You're bored. There aren't as many people. Maybe go to a hospital where it's a lot more fast paced. There are a lot of different health professionals that you're working with. It's a lot more interprofessional. You know, really see where your niche is. Um, how you feel, your level of anxiety, stress, like does it go down when you're talking to patients, that type of thing. You know, you might not be an expert yet in talking to patients and that's okay, you're not expected to be, but just that feeling of like, yeah, I'm actually making a difference. Like I could do this, I could see myself doing this for a long time. I would say that's like probably where I found my love for it and where I would encourage other people to kind of seek that out. I love it. You said you got your master's, then, uh, after that went into PT, how do you think life would be different right now if you found PT a little earlier? You know, I think that I would have a completely different reason for going into PT. So I personally started struggling with mental illness my first year of grad school. So had I found PT in undergrad, that my environment, just the situation I was in in grad school is what triggered um, my eating disorder and my depression. And so I wasn't dealing with those issues in undergrad. So if I had gone into PT then, I don't know if I would have had as good a sense that people who deal with physical pain are very, very often dealing with some form of emotional pain as well. Um, you know, any injury sucks, <laughs> you know, um, for lack of a better word. And for people who are dealing with chronic pain and going to PT knowing that they're never gonna get quote unquote better, that they're just managing pain, that's hard. Uh, and so I definitely don't think that I would have had as good of insight. I'm sure that I would have learned those things in PT school. Uh, and I know that I don't know everything yet and I'm really looking forward to that type of stuff, um, bedside manners and everything. But I feel, that's why I was telling Joseph, like I feel kind of blessed to have been through like mental illness and to be in recovery right now because my grad school experience was what kind of brought that out in me and is what led me to PT in the first place. Um, so, you know, to answer your question, like either I would have had kind of like a limited view of what a PT does, or I probably wouldn't have gone to PT like in the first place. Wow. Yeah. Uh, even something, something that I was mentioning uh, when we had our conversation, um, even yeah. experience with, uh, with mental health, um, just, just everything you've even described in your posts and um, everything yeah. that you advocate for, um, like it, it's definitely not easy um, right. to begin with. But but I think there is there is like victory on the other side of it in the sense that you're able to um, to relate with patients. Sure. A way that a lot of other clinicians may not be able to, because uh, I mean, right now, like I'm doing, um, I'm doing a hospital rotation, and mm -hmm. I mean, no disrespect to therapists that are in the hospital and whatnot, but it almost seems like, to a degree, it gets to a point where it's almost commonplace to feel like, uh, well, it's just another patient. Uh, Getting numb to it. Yeah, like you don't really um, have time anymore right. to 
to empathize and understand what the patient actually needs, not only to be physically well, uh, yeah. but also cater to everything else that they are going through. And so, mm-hmm. so also I think um, from your perspective, you come from a side where where you're able to see both ends of it, which yeah. which which becomes a strength despite the difficulty of going through it. Um, it right. does become a strength that you you are also able to utilize, and you'll notice that once you're in what you're kind of doing stuff in the clinic and in the hospital, you'll be able to speak yeah. and see and read things that other people will not be able to. Right. Um, so that becomes a major strength as well. Right. It messes with your mind big time, whether it's chronic yeah. pain, yeah. acute pain. So yep. that, that connection with sure. you know, mental illness and relating that to pain or just yeah. on that level is, that's huge. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And something I love just about PT, and I'm sure this is any field, but just the more that I personally go through, the more I start to understand like my patients. And so for me, like I said, I'm very open about this, but like I have an eating disorder. And so I struggle with like body image and weight loss and things like that. And recently, some of the injuries that I've had from exercise have gotten a lot worse. And I've been going to physical therapy. And for my physical therapist not to be able to say for sure, like, yeah, you're going to be able to get back to running or like, yeah, you'll get to teach Zumba again that is really, really hard. Like you're almost like waiting for them to get to that. Um, and so, and it never came. And so that's disheartening for sure. So I think I'm like slowly starting to understand, like, you know, if a patient is frustrated, especially if they're in the hospital, they've been admitted, like, yeah, they should be frustrated. <laughs> you know, they're not only in pain, but they have this like kind of bleak view of the future now. And so as a PT, like, I think it's just so important that like we do our job, at least do our part. You know, we can't like cure maybe depression. Maybe we can't turn their entire day around, but we can certainly try. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And you've done a very big job. Uh, like you've, you've also been involved in a lot of other advocate, advocative. That's the word. <laughs> What's the word? You're the word guru. <laughs> uh, the- Advocative sounds good to me. Yes, well, <laughs> so that. Yeah, yeah. You've advocated for other individuals, especially through through world changers, right? And so, yeah, talk to us a little bit about world changers. Sure. So World Changers was formed a few years back. Um, It's a group that, like it says, you know, seeks to change the world. Um, And so it's made up of mostly high school and college students and then some graduates from around the area. Most people, I think, uh, grew up in this area, but everyone's a little bit scattered now um, off at Indiana University, University of Kentucky, uh, University of Louisville, etc. So um, what we've done this year, because it can be hard to get people from so many different places working together collaboratively on one project. What we've done for 2017 is um, have people work on their own individual projects. That way you're working towards something that you're really passionate about, but then you have all the other world changes there for support. Um, And my team is absolutely amazing. I'm they're incredible people and uh, are made up of people that I can text or call at any point. And I know that they're gonna be there to help me out. So uh, this past weekend, we all put on an event together where um, an imam, which is like a, like an Islamic spiritual leader, uh, sort of like a preacher, a rabbi, um, drove up from Atlanta and he's actually my cousin. And so he's very into social justice issues and mental health and things like that. So we put on, um, a lecture and a discussion for our Muslim community, just about that, about family dynamics and communication, how your emotional and mental health plays into that. And the importance of, you know, making it okay to go to a counselor, uh, and, you know, that's okay. That's nothing shameful. So that's something current we've been working on. I'm also working on a mental health support group 
for uh, Muslim youth in this area. So I say youth, but like 20 to 26 years old. Right. Um, and I'm going to start there. Hopefully we can branch out next year or something like that. So I'm really excited about that too. That's in the works right now. Dang, yes. big stuff. Everywhere. <laughs> Y'all see why we brought her on this show? Y'all, man. Y'all are too. Do you know what I was doing before I got into PT school? Uh, let's see. Um, I was watching uh, Kobe. Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I'm a diehard Kobe fan. Uh, nice. He he's not retired, but in the summer, what was I doing? Like, I mean, just I, I was having a blast. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I was not okay. like I was not as as proactive. as focused on being proactive mm-hmm. and impacting my community um people around me it doesn't have to be people locally it could be obviously like virtually as well but Um, this is locally now i have my phone in my hand for the podcast list yeah for sure but like everything you're doing is i mean i mean okay so so let's switch gears a little bit what do you say to the individual right now that's saying man i have too much to kind of focus on i'm just trying to get get into PT school. So I have to do nothing but academics. I got to get nothing but good grades, but here's Yusra coming out of nowhere saying that she's obviously you took like a year off, but, um, Yusra's yeah. been involved in all of these different things. Obviously yeah. you have world changers and, and everything else that you've had lined up because for you, physical therapy is just a stop on the way, right? So for a lot of people, right. physical therapy is a means to serve, but you're already doing it. You've been doing it. It's your life. Right. And so what do you say to someone that's saying, man, I don't have enough time um, to do anything. I can't even get a job just because all I have to do is study, 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 study. Like how do you say to them, like based on everything that you've been doing and everything you've been involved in? So have some fun. Close your textbook. (laughs) I'm so serious. Like I know that I mean, I worked very hard in grad school and not maybe as hard in undergrad. And your grades are so important. Your GPA is important. Your GRE score is important. That all matters. And like, if anyone is working that hard, like props to you. I'm super proud of you. At the same time, your grades start to slip if you're not having a little bit of fun. You know, if you can't prioritize a coffee date, maybe over last minute review. Um, And so I get it. I'm, I'm very type A. I completely understand, you know, that drive to just be studying all the time. I always had my notes with me. But I took my notes with me to the coffee shop with my friend and then we studied together. So even, you know, if you really feel like you don't have time um, to do anything extra, find people who are in the same boat and at least just be there together. You know, definitely. I think the worst thing you can do is to isolate yourself during this time because it is stressful. It is hard to get into PT school and the, you just don't want to get burnt out. Right. So, um, and then just another thing I would say is, you know, if you do have something in the local community you could get involved in, or, you know, if you're passionate about something and there's nothing nearby and you want to start something, that can really help you in your PT career. And it's not just for applications. And it looks good on applications. You know, admissions committee definitely doesn't just want to see, like, I'm an athlete and I had PT once. You know, they want to see a little bit more depth. Um, and so doing something a little bit extra, t- maybe taking, like, a 90 on your exam instead of 100. And, like, I understand, like, college is harder than that. But... <laughs> um, that can help you out a little bit because especially when you go for interviews, like you're going to be asked, you know, um, in my interview, I was asked, how do you handle stress? And I probably didn't give the best answer. I straight up was like, sometimes I cry, (laughs) but you know, just doing things outside of academics and doing things outside of even a job really helps you to understand yourself. 
And that is what they look for in interviews is does this person know themselves and are they going to be able to use both their strengths and their weaknesses to get through this three year, two year program uh, and then their entire career. So close your textbooks. That's long story short. <laughs> Just, yeah, my life is too short. So how did you even get into writing? You have your blog, you write for other you know, websites. Yeah. How did that even start? <laughs> sure. Um, I am not a journal person, and so I've been to a few different counselors in my time, and um, everyone almost always suggests journaling or keeping a diary, and I've tried it, and for me, like I know it works for a lot of people, for me, I end up becoming a little bit too emotional when I do that, and kind of end up being more frustrated, so, but I've always loved writing letters to friends, and so I started my blog as a way to kind of like write a letter to either myself or to just, just this um, you know, audience who I had no idea who they were made up of. And so, yeah, it was scary to like post things and know that, you know, my friends and family might read it, but at the same time, it helped me so much to just deal with issues. So in the beginning, uh, I didn't write very much about PT things, but then I started to realize that like, you know, I could use this platform. Like there are things I remember from this past year that I wish I'd known. And I, you know, wasn't, I don't know, like I was talking to Joseph last night and you said that you like, you knew where to look and you found people um, to help you. And I had one person um, who I considered my mentor. She was in PT school. And so that's another huge thing. I would definitely say find a mentor. Um, but other than that, I didn't really know anything about PT. You know, I found it kind of last minute. And so just compiling my thoughts um, on how to tackle the GRE interviews, et cetera, uh, that gave me more of a purpose, I think. And so, but I definitely didn't want to put that mental health stuff to the side because it was important to PT, but it was also important for me and my recovery. And I definitely think it's helped, especially with like all the great feedback I've gotten on it. Um, that's, that's pushed me to keep going for sure. And that's absolutely amazing um, because uh, it's kind of, it's kind of what my thoughts were when Casey started blogging is he, mm -hmm. he was blogging on things that he was experiencing. Like in that moment, yeah. he would take a class and he'd say, huh, that's pretty cool. I'm yeah. going to compose something that, that takes what I've just learned and I'm going to articulate it in a way that those that are reading it will, will appreciate it, but it doesn't have to be anything complex. Cause I think even with starting yeah. a blog, uh, the fear is, man, I don't know what to write. Like, I don't know where yeah. it's going to come from, but it's all around you. Right. right. Yeah. Cause when you write, it should be a reflection of, of you. Like it should be reflective, sure. a reflection of what you're experiencing, of what you're passionate about. And if you look at it from that perspective, kind of like you're saying, I mean, it's it's easy um yeah so yeah yeah exactly and so i would definitely recommend that to anyone looking to go to anything honestly it's not even just for pre-pt i mean having a blog is so helpful just to reflect back and see kind of what you've been going through and how you've been handling it and i remember i kind of started to fall into that trap of well other people write their blog posts this way and so i should be doing this and i should be offering yeah. these mm -hmm. services and that just wasn't true to me. And my post became awkward and choppy. And it just, I, you know, I had to take a break from it for a while. It just didn't make any sense to me anymore. So now I think I've gotten more back into the group of keeping it genuine. And, uh, you know, hopefully the pre-PT stuff I write can really help people. But at the end of the day, you know, if they read anything about what I'm going through and just don't find it interesting, honestly, I'll never know. <laughs> people don't really leave like mean comments on it. So it, it, it's a win-win. It helps me. <laughs> That's a that's a very good point because when I started writing, uh, some people started asking me like, "Well, what happens when somebody doesn't like it? What are people yeah. going to think? I don't have ideas." I'm like, the worst thing that can happen is 
they're just going to ignore you. Right. Like, other than that, just put it out. Just start. It's going to be, it's going to be horrible at the start. Yeah. But from there, you have to start somewhere. And after right. that, you just get better and better. Then people will, you know, eventually start paying attention. You'll yeah. get proud and more proud. So, yeah. yeah. It's something to keep, keep in mind. Yeah. And I mean, like on top of that, what, what one of my homies, I mean, a friend of Casey too, uh, Will mm-hmm. Boyd, uh, what he was telling me um, when he was kind of starting his podcast and it applied to me when I was starting to write my blogs as well. Um, yeah. It's really like I was, I was going through the same thing where, where I was um, status checking. So I was checking how many people were reading my blogs <laughs> yeah. and these other things to a point where a few times I was like, Ooh, that was a nice blog. You know what I'm <laughs> like people like that. And yeah. so you almost start wanting to write for the people and then mm-hmm. when you write something that you think is like amazing and people are going to flock towards it. You don't get that many reads and you're just like, man, That's I just my time and all yeah. that stuff. But if you're writing about what you like, shoot, it doesn't even matter anymore because, yeah. because at that point it's an expression of you. Someone like the individual that ultimately kind of clicks with, with your personality, with what mm-hmm. you're sharing, because it's so passionate is eventually going to find you. Um, and yeah. so what if what you're writing is for five individuals that can take it and run with it instead of 500 individuals that will just kind of glaze over it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's definitely the mindset I'm trying to adopt. My focus is just to help that like one person. Hmm. And if hmm. I can reach one person and make an impact and help them to understand like, yeah, PT's for me, I should check it out or no, like based on what she's saying, like, I'm not so sure, then like I've done my job, you know? Um, and like I was saying to Casey, like, if people hate it, like, oh, well, like that's it. You know, I would rather just either know the truth and like have them hate it and that's okay. Um, I was never like trained in writing. I'm not a professional. So I wouldn't expect people to like want to publish me. Um, but on the other hand, if they like it and if they get some value out of it, then, you know, it can't hurt to try. And I think the, the other thing, the other perspective is it's kind of like, uh, like making friends, right? Yeah. Uh, when you go to make friends, you don't, I mean, obviously you could go the route of, um, of appearing like you vibe with them and whatnot, or yeah. you could be 100% you, right? Yeah. If you're 100% you, there may be a, like a group of 50 individuals that say, you know what? Like, we don't want anything to do with, with Joseph or Casey or Eustra. I mean, I mean, right. that happens, but to the individual that says, yo, I kind of, I kind of like her personality or I like his personality. Um, then your friendship is that much more meaningful. And so out of the many people that you, that don't become your friends, it's the same thing with writing a blog or through uh, sure. a podcast like this, right? It's developing a yeah. relationship where you have to hear the voice of the writer or, or the podcast hosts and guests and whatnot. Um, and yeah. so that's why you have to be 100% you. Um, and so right. for those listening, that's why it's so important. Even if you're uh, doing certain things outside of just studying, which is important as we're highlighting, yeah. <laughs> very yeah. important. But as you're in, I mean, if you're writing blogs, right. To educate people on your journey, right. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be anything heavy. Just talk yeah. about your journey. Talk about your struggles. Talk about your fears. Someone resonates with it. Someone's going through it. Someone will go through it in a year or two or three. Yeah. And they'll have your blog to stumble upon to right. encourage them to know that they will uh, get through it. And so be 100% you, be 100% authentic, and the rest sure. will follow. For sure. I just want to reiterate that. Like, I think that's a great point because, you know, it doesn't matter if 
for example, like you're the only one of your friends blogging, if you're the only one of your friends going into pre-PT, like whatever it is, just stay true to yourself. Cause in the long run, like it's your life and it's your choices and you're going to be the one most impacted by them. And so like I did a medical mission trip to uh, Mexico last spring break. And on that trip, you know, it was a joint trip with a lot of people from around the country, but every, uh, there were like teams within the group. And so there's like a pre-med team and a pre-nursing team and things like that. And there's a pre-PT team. I was the only pre-PT there. And so I was going off to these like makeshift clinics with the one PT uh, supervisor. Sometimes she would leave me there and my Spanish isn't very good. Uh, and so it was nerve wracking. It was hard. And I was wondering, you know, like, man, if I had just said I was pre-med, like I could have been with all those other people. Um, you know, the pre-dental kids made their own clinic in a trailer. Like that would have been so cool to be a part of. But at the end of the day, I knew that like I was making the choices I needed to to like get me to that point where I could serve people in like the way that I was passionate about. So yeah, great point. Like definitely just be yourself. Like it's so hard to say, don't worry what other people think because to some extent, like you always will. Um, but just know that like, you know, this is your journey. Like, and, and people are gonna, people are gonna love you for that. I think a lot of people need to do stuff yeah. just because they're, they're worried about what other people think. But if you start like yesterday, how yeah. far could you have been now? And right. when you start doing stuff, you're gonna attract more people who are doing things and you're they're yeah. gonna want to do more things with you. Then your list yeah. is gonna grow. Oh, now I have a blog, oh, now I have a <laughs> podcast. So now I work for this company. So once you start doing stuff, you'll attract other people who wanna start doing stuff. So Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I always say like, just aim to be like consistent, not constant. So, you know, growth is uncomfortable. It's not supposed to be, <laughs> it's, it's not fun. It's not fun to grow up. Like, you know, I had way more friends in college and I was way more socially active than just because I had the time. Um, and honestly, I wasn't as focused. And, you know, I love my friends now. I love my families now. But now I have this other cool part of my life that I get to pursue. You sure, honestly, uh, I feel like there's so much to unpack about your journey that this would even be something where where I think it'd be kind of cool to bring you on sometime in the near future again, just to yeah. really talk about a different side of your story, just because, I mean, it's not, it's not common that that happens where you encounter, you know, a storyline that's, that's so, you know, complex mm -hmm. and, and, so, and so important to those that are kind of receiving the message and whatnot, um, that you want to unpack it even more. Um, and so uh, we do thank you for, for thank joining you. us on yeah. this episode of the Pre-PT Grind. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your story, your experiences, uh, your passions, all right? But before we leave, we want you to let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at the DPT Diaries. And then same thing for my blog is thedptdiaries.wordpress.com. Or if you wanna see my writing portfolio, you can go to Yusra Iftikhar, my first and last name, dot weebly w-e-e-b-l-y dot com i'm also on twitter at use at user iftikhar um that's a lot more college basketball so if you're a duke basketball fan maybe don't follow me on there just yet <laughs> oh no i brought it up <laughs> so i brought it up so uh, yeah so i had said that i was gonna bring this up and i completely right. that uh you reminded me so like, it doesn't make any sense man She's going to Duke and the last place that she would ever support, the last team she would ever support. <laughs> I'm here talking about Coach K. And I'm like, man, Coach K, the great, because I have a lot of respect for Coach K. You know what I'm saying? He's a legend. I do too. I, 
I, I'm not, I don't disagree with you on that. Coach K has done some big things. And like you were saying, like it almost would be like a, a step down for him to go to the NBA at this point. Like Coach K is Duke and vice versa. So I can disagree with you there. Um, but, you know, Tar Heel born and bred. So I can say. I respect the loyalty. I respect the loyalty. A I mean, quick question. Yeah. So we had these questions on the last podcast that uh-huh. I really liked. So we'll see if we keep them. But um, on the practical side, since you went to uh, undergrad and now you're going into PT, (laughs) uh, what study tips would you give pre-PTs now? I know, I know everybody has to find their own way. That's, that's a game. But what do you do? Like if somebody's own way is not working out, what do you do that helps you and what could possibly help someone else? Yeah. The number one thing for me going into grad school, um, the first thing that our advisors told us was to find a study group. And I was never that type of person in undergrad to want to study in a group. I always felt like I ended up doing all the work or none of the work. And either way, I wasn't learning as much as I could have. But that was a game changer for me. Just finding people who are at that same level of passion. It's not about intelligence. It's about how hard you work. And so finding that group that was just going to work 24-7. I mean, we would be messing each other, messaging each other in the middle of the night, you know, trying to find answers. Not because we were stressed out, but because we just wanted to know. We genuinely were starting to enjoy what we were learning. Um, which was really cool. Another thing is definitely form relationships with your professors. Go to office hours. That is something all four years in undergrad, I was terrified. I did it a couple times and I hadn't had that relationship built already. I didn't have that foundation. And so to me, it felt really awkward and out of place because you're trying to go in. Uh, So go ahead, get started early, get to know your professors. And if you haven't done any of this yet, like that's okay. You're not doing anything wrong. Um, But just Put yourself out there as much as possible and um the thing with like school is throughout high school and stuff a lot of times teachers guide you more than college and it might be different if you go to especially like a smaller college but you really have to seek out your own success and so you really gotta like i said go to office hours find extra books that aren't your textbook um make flashcards the more you write things down over and over the more you start to understand it. So if it's a ton of information and you have only the time to write the flashcards and not to read them, you still learned a lot. Um, But my number one tip for studying is to teach somebody else. Uh, That has definitely been like the biggest thing for me is because when you start teaching and your friends start asking you questions, you have to be ready to know that in depth enough and to have enough detail on whatever it is that you're studying to be able to answer back and it shows you you know what you don't know which I think sometimes we can shy away from especially if we're studying with people we don't know that well it's this you know we don't want to let people know about our feelings of like the imposter syndrome and we just want to make sure that people think that we belong but it's that's okay you don't have to know everything but you do have to do your best (laughs) and so yeah that's all people can expect from you and like I said close your textbook once in a while that'll help That's 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 amazing, amazing, amazing advice. And uh, to kind of close off, in like one minute or less, uh, one thing that we kind of started with with our last uh, podcast episode, um, and we want to kind of continue it as well, is um, if you were to speak to uh, yourself, uh, let's say four four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you before even knowing that PT was for you, let's say six years ago, even. Yeah. What would you say to yourself six years ago? 
Like, what is a piece of advice that you would tell yourself um, to either prepare you for where you are now or, even you know, allow you to maybe be a little further? Um, And so uh, say it. The reason why we're doing that is because there's someone listening right now that really is the younger you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so 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 what would you tell them as if you're speaking to yourself, a younger version of yourself? What's the piece of advice you would say? Yeah, I would tell the younger version of myself that like no matter how hard it is to do your best to love and accept yourself, um, whether that's physically or just your personality, because I think for me personally, not loving myself and not accepting myself has held me back so much. That's what held me back from forming those study groups, being afraid that, you know, I was going to be the biggest girl there or that that's what people are going to be focused on. Um, So that's, yeah, that's what I would tell myself. That's what I would tell someone listening now is, you know, be true to yourself and love yourself because anybody can study really hard um, and you should, of course, but it's those like self-acceptance that's going to carry you through your entire life Mm -hmm. and will carry you through not just PT school, not just your career, but also your family, your social relationships, your faith, um, everything that gets thrown your way. And it definitely, definitely helps you to accept that everything happens for a reason and that you're going to get through it. I can't think of a better way to finish up this episode. That was perfect. That was amazing. Yeah, thank um, you so much for coming. Thank awesome. you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you to the listeners who followed us. Uh, you guys, remember to go list out, read, read her blogs uh, that she shouted out. The, Follow her. Yep. The DPT Diaries. Dot com. Yeah. WordPress.com. WordPress.com. Yep. Yep, dotwordpress.com. Yep. And if you have any questions for her, uh, you can either find her on her media platforms or uh, you can send us an email at uh, preptgrind at gmail.com and we will Facebook make sure well. that it goes right to Yustra. Um, obviously, the Facebook group as well. If you yeah. uh, follow us at, uh, well, if you join uh, the Pre-Doctor of Physical Therapy students page or group, yep. um, as well as the Pre-PT Grind page as well uh find us on all those platforms if you guys have any questions we will make sure that they are relayed to her thank you so much once again for joining us thank you guys so much it was an honor truly you thank you and for those listening this has been the fourth episode of the pre pt grind podcast see y'all next time this is a part of the show where we support the people who support us first we'd like to mention smart success pt founded by greg todd This course helps you increase your value and build your brand as a physical therapist. What is Smart Success PT? It's an online course, lifetime access, that gives you step-by-step instructions on how to make more money as a PT, improve your worth to your employer, and gain more time for yourself and your family by learning the most current leverage strategies as a PT. It also helps you catapult your career, expand your network, and achieve your goals. So check out Smart Success PT. Next, I'd like to mention newgradphysicaltherapy.com in conjunction with covalentcareers.com. Newgrad PT is an online platform that offers you content with topics including careers, clinical skills, licensing, grad school, insurance, residency, and they even have an audio series to help you study. The parent company to newgradphysicaltherapy.com is Covalent Careers. This is a sophisticated web platform that helps physical therapists find the right opportunities and jobs after PT school. Their main goal is to be the champion for new grad physical therapists, helping them cross the void from student to new PT, especially in regard to career resources. 
that have tons of helpful content for both job seekers and employers. It is meant to inform both of how to identify what is the best match for both of them and then make that happen. This platform also allows you to start networking and communicating with practice owners and potential employers well before graduation. It's a great way to explore possible employment options well before that stressful time of actually finding a job. So sign up for your free profile at covalentcareers.com. Use my code CASEY2017, that's KC2017, when you make your free profile. I don't get paid for my referral code, it's just a way for us to track how well this message is reaching you. So sign up and I'll see you inside. Next, I'd like to mention fitbucks.com. That's F-I-T-B-U-X.com. Fitbucks is an online financial platform that can help you map your financial future before, during, and after PT school. Go check them out. F-I-T-B-U-X, fitbucks.com. Lastly, I'd like to give a quick shout out to healthsnaps.com. It provides video and messaging for you and your patients. Telehealth is here. Telehealth is the future. Go check them out, healthsnaps.com. Now, many of you may be thinking to yourself, why is Casey promoting stuff that's not related to pre-PTs? Or that's where I beg to differ. I think these resources are very much related to pre-PTs. This is where pre-PT grind separates itself. We're not looking out for you only into PT school. We have you covered throughout and we're looking out for your future after PT school. This is not a 16-week class that gives you a test at the end and sends you on your way. We're here with you for life and we have you set up all the way to the end of the journey. So stick with us, keep listening, and we've got you covered. Thank you again so much for listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We'll see you very soon.